TheItSpot.com My name is Fred, they call me Fred, and every night when I get tired I go to, uh, uh, uh. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Ladies. The way it always is. It is what it is. <laughs> it's Air Out My Shorts. It is what it is. It does sound echoey to me. I sound like I'm in a tunnel. <sighs> well, we're in a cave. Yes, we did move to a cave. And, um,. We're practicing uh, monkistism, right? Monkistism. Monkistism, yes. Yeah. And Buddhaliciousness. <laughs> Look what I found. Mm. Fabulous. Another monkey. Make it stop. Make oh, it stop. I'll have to post a picture of this. I've had a really bad cold, so I don't know if I sound like me or not. And if not, who do I sound like? You sound like you. I was really sick. Me too. But now not so much. I had a cold, then I had the flu, then I had uh, bronchitis, then I had a cold again. Then the clap? And then the clap. Well, I always have the clap. That's not going anywhere. No, that's not one of the ones that stick around forever, is it? Which one is the clap? Uh, maybe you're just a carrier. I get them all mixed up. I'm a carrier. <laughs> I never actually get anything, but I spread it everywhere. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm kidding. And I'm the word whore. And I do not have the clap. But you are listening to Arrow My Shorts. You still are. It's been a while. Welcome back. Welcome yeah. back to the to the show uh, that... Uh, promises to pick up the pace and never fucking lives yep. up to it. Doesn't deliver on its promises, but then again, neither do you, the listener. What promises are they not delivering on? Listening. We don't know if they're listening or not. They might be. They could be. Mm-hmm. Did you vote? Uh, I have never voted in my life. Me neither. That's really bad. Yeah. I've yeah. also recently learned that other people recycle. Yeah. And I don't. But not, I be- don't really not because I'm against it. I'm not against recycling. I'm all for it. It's okay. There's, there's a... It's complicated and it hurts my head. There's a, like thousands of years worth of landfill space in space because i think space would no, be a good place no, to on, send on all earth of the without, without harming anything but uh, so i figure in my lifetime i can use up as much of that as possible well that's really selfish hmm. what about the next generation <laughs> fuck them fuck them the next world generation. is there's my no ashtray. next generation nah not that i'm worried about no certainly not me mm-hmm me neither too I say and please uh, don't listen to a word we say drink, I say drink fuck, responsibly fuck and recycle and also vote get out there and vote so do we have a new prime meridian minister <laughs> prime minister we uh no we don't we have the same one. Oh, what were the options didn't we have any other choice uh not uh, not that much I don't think oh do you know 
perhaps you weren't listening to the earlier segment where I said I didn't vote. <laughs> well, I figured you at least knew the candidates. Yeah, yeah, I do. But All right, so fuck it. We have the same one, and I didn't know who he was last time around. How long did he last? How long? How often do we re-elect our... Four years. Same as... Yeah. Same as, um, you know, those people do the south of us? Yeah. Yeah. Except ours can... What? Why is our election at the same time? Are we just uh, copycats? It, it, no, it was called early. I don't understand. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks here. And, and brass balls. Let's read a story. Okay. Because I don't know what's going on with you, and you don't know what's going on with me, and who cares? Yeah, really, uh, really. We've both been sick, and we have nothing to say, and we don't vote or recycle, and we suck. The end. Dearest PB and WW, in honor... I like when they call you peanut butter. In honor of the extravaganza that was episode 100, I offer this paltry 487-word pile of steaming joy. I like steaming joy. Me too. I like steaming joy all over a back. I must warn you, I am no longer in a band. I love you, man. Fish. I thought fish was a band. No, no, different fish. Have we had a fish story before? Yes. Hmm. Fish from Marillion. Oh. You've got stomach. I don't know the lyrics. You've got stomach? You've got venom in your stomach. You've got poison in your head. Ouch. Marillion hurts my head. Um, this Don't is... Don't do that smacking thing. Ow. Wow. See, this is what a voice is supposed to sound like up against the mic. Well, perhaps not mine. Okay, keep going. This is called Southern Comfort, or an epic inspired by episode 100 and Chad. Oh. <gasps> Chad the asshole who kept calling us? I thought we were supposed to never speak of Chad again. Chad. Chad Hansen, the puppet. What? He's a puppet, we decided. I don't remember. What was that, like six months ago? I haven't got a clue, dude. Are you going to be able to read this? This type is awfully small for your uh, terrible eyes. I can read it. Okay. Southern Comfort by Fish. It was a cold Kentucky evening, and I had settled in for a night of listening to the air of my shorts iTunes on my podcast machine. <laughs> As the sultry vocalizations of the word whore began to mingle with the intricate counterpoint of Preston's rapier sharp wit, Good God. I accentuated the experience by beer bogging the nearly f- Fuck, I can't read this. Beer-bogging the the nearly full fifth of 100-proof delight I had purchased earlier in the day. I paused the episode amid the lovely pleasantries and expletives to make a quick call to the AOMS phone line and to express my eternal love of AOMS to my best friends, TWW and the peanut butter jelly. I wondered if they were going to call me soon. 
37 minutes later, I completed the call and returned to my nightly routine of listening to my favorite duo. I could feel my palms start to sweat as the moment drew near. You know, the moment when they reveal which one of their musician friend's story they would be displaying. If only I were Mel Torme. My expertly written stories... The Golden Fog? (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. Is it the Velvet Smog? Yeah, the Velvet Smog. No. Is that from the Flintstones? I don't know. Maybe. My expertly written stories of constant relocation and comparative city cleanliness would be broadcast for the hordes of AOMS subscribers to masticate and ponder. Masticate? Or maybe they would choose to share my tale of a young woman's endeavor to ascend to paradise via a flight of steps. Makes me wonder. Oh, it really makes me wonder. Oh, 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 oh. Kentucky rain keeps pouring down on the velvet smog. In the fog, in the fish, in the marillion stomach acid. Just as I suspected, the story was by some damn long-haired guitar-strumming songbird. I grabbed the phone and my second fifth of magic juice. Magic juice. As I gave the traitorous objects of my unwavering devotion a piece of my bipolar mind and digressed about the price of gas, Doritos, and leggings, the heavens opened and a light shone down on the dollar store furniture decorating my trailer's living room. God spoke to me. (laughs) The God, uh... The, the God effects from TNN or TTN. In a voice that had a distinctly Canadian accent, the Lord informed me that I must write down a different type of story. There was mention of violet-colored precipitation, small sports cars of a red hue, and sad, emotive birds of peace. I began to write. I don't remember ever having any long-haired musician friends write us stories. No. 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 All of our long-haired musician friends have all shaved their heads and grown fat and had children and such. And those that haven't are musicians and they don't write stories. Not the ones we know, you know. Oh, who cares? Actually, I first polished off the remaining dregs of my third best friend, made a quick call to the AOMS call line. AOMS is hard to say. It is. That's why I said air out my shorts the first time. Okay, why don't you just keep replacing it with air out my shorts? I'll dub it in later in in the post. I'll fix it in post. Post. Air out my shorts. 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 I first polished off the remaining dregs of my third best friend and made a quick call to the air out my shorts call line. I needed to make sure that I had mentioned my family's short stay at a motel in the suburbs of Chicago and then began to write. Once upon a time, there were three bears. A mama bear, a papa bear, a baby bear, now, back to our story. 
and the bear that lived under the floorboards. Under the stairs. The bear sheds. under the stairs. I miss Chris Elliott. Is he dead? <laughs> no, he continues to be uh, in, in bad Alive? <laughs> he continues to be alive. <laughs> the words flowed out of me as if they were not my own, and in a short time, my story was complete. It was a masterpiece. God and the other voices in my head told me so. I hope I'm one of those voices. I'm sure you are. Making one final call to my buddies, I had forgotten to thoroughly critique their story choice and needed to make sure I told them I loved them. Tough love and all that. I climbed into bed, cradling my podcast machine in one hand and my football-shaped phone in the other. They will call, and when they do, I'll be ready. Spooky little story from Fish. Ah, yes. Did we decide if Fish was male or female? I think we debated this on a former podcast. Nah, I don't think so. Because I think I was pretty insistent that it was Fish of Marillion. Can I throw this out now? Please do. Wait, that. Set it on fire, too. I did set it on fire. Didn't you see me? Ugh. Oh, shit. The whole place is gonna go up in flames. Yeah. It's your polyester clothing. Oh. You gotta be careful with that polyester. When the smoke gets There's in your eyes. There's a ton eyes. of smoke, holy crap. When the smoke gets in your eyes. What time is it? Uh, it's time to make a phone call, I think. Hello? Johnny Favorite. Yeah? You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. How you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Oh, just living the dream. Living the dream? <laughs> you sound thrilled. Oh, well, you know, should I walk into the past 20 minutes of my life? No, the past 35 hours. Okay, go for it. Well, okay. I woke up yesterday afternoon around 1 o'clock and haven't been to bed since. My sister had a baby around 8, 8 to 8 o'clock this morning, so I spent the entire night in the hospital while I kept stepping out to go drink her. But, anyways, running around the hospital, everyone's up all night. My mom is here from Portugal, so we just got back home, lie her down on the couch, put her legs up because her arthritis is acting up. My brother and I are trying to go back to the hospital to see my sister, but then mom's stuck on the couch and her remote control isn't working because the batteries are dead and it's stuck on Logan's Run. You know the movie with Michael York? I love that movie. <laughs> it's yeah, one well, of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Well, she doesn't because she's over 30, I assume. Yeah, well, she's sitting there going, I don't like it. I don't like it. So I just got back from the grocery store running over to buy batteries and a pizza. Okay. Yeah. So you don't sound remotely surprised that we called. I'm kind of unflappable. Oh, it's not, okay. It's not because I'm, I'm cool and collected. It's just because I'm just kind of... You don't have enough flaps. No. Maybe you need more flaps. Well, I'd like some flap in my life, but it's not something you can find in the corner store, is it now? True, true. But if you have liposuction enough, you could have a belly flap. I suppose. Although, if I'm going to have any sort of a plastic surgery done, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I get liposuction. What would you get? I want something sexier. I don't know. Like maybe just to mess with people, have one ear made really, really bigger than the other. I think that would be very cool. 
That, that, that would certainly be a, kind of a trademark look, I think. It would, and also it would increase my hearing. Um, on one side. To my love life. Why? Ears can be great handles. You'd think, but a lot of chicks, they're, they're never like, oh yeah, he's got a great personality, he's really funny, and one ear is way bigger than the other. It's not in, it's not even, I mean, if you read Maxim and watch Sex in the City and you read Chatelaine, it's never talked about. True, but you could start a new trend. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Trying new trends. I was the first guy in high school to try and make ladle hosen popular. How did that work for you? Well, I got chased home with hockey sticks being brandished after me a lot. <laughs> but I did finally manage to introduce the penny loafers being popular back in 1986. I think loafers of you more as a spats kind of guy. Well, I'm a preppy guy. But secretly underneath my uh, my button-down Oxfords, I wear ACDC concert shirts. With later hosen? With ladle hosen. <laughs> and I got Jake Ryan Forever tattooed on my ass. Nice. You remember 16 Candles? I do. Yeah, well, the, the new generation, they don't, they've got Miley Cyrus and Britney Aguilera and all that kind of crap. And who did you have? We. I like to say we. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, we had uh, we had The Cure and, and Stephen Patrick Morrissey and Brett Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> and Prince, the artist we formerly known as and known as again, Prince. So what, where, where are you guys? What's going on? We're um, we're in the Air Out My Shorts studio in downtown Toronto. Sweet. I'm... Uh, city treating you. Pardon? How's the big city treating you? It's good. You recently moved back to Toronto, did you not? Well, I haven't stepped foot in the country in three and a half years. I've been living in the south of Portugal in the Algarve. And how was that? Uh, kind of like a blend between Groundhog Day and The Shining. You sort of understand what it would be like to get a fire axe and chase people around and want to chop them up into little bits. And and you have that feeling repeatedly day after day? Day after day. Like if it's Tuesday, you know it's Shepherd's Pie Day. If it's Thursday, you know it's Barbecue Sardine Day. And, you know, you can go to the you can go to the grocery store and buy a bottle of wine for a buck fifty. So it's sort of a drunken haze day after day after day. And you lost almost four years that way. Well, if you go to a place where every day is like Sunday, have you ever had a really, really long day? Yeah. Well, you'll notice if you have a really, really long day, day after day, time sort of stands stand still. Hmm. The only problem is you don't get smarter or anything. You just sort of stay the same. Like, I'm going through culture shock back here. Like, you know, there's no TV or commercials. So I'm catching up with stuff. Like, I didn't know that Lindsay Lohan was gay. She is? Yeah. I that's did, what I read. I didn't know that either. Ellen DeGeneres? And what? Ellen DeGeneres is gay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she's been gay for a while. Friends is canceled. <laughs> you know, nobody loves Raymond anymore. It's just, just crazy stuff. <laughs> the biggest problem about being back is I've lost my street skills. Okay. Like, I used to be pretty good with the bow staff. <laughs> so buying drugs is harder. Yeah, you know, I go up and I'm like, hey, man, I want to buy some yayu. <laughs> you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. They think I'm a cop. Nice. Yeah. And I give money to street people because they ask me. Well, that you'll get over that fairly quickly. I know, because every time I go out to, you know, to go have an evening out, by the time I get to the liquor bar to meet my friends, my money's all gone. The liquor bar? You know, a place where you purchase imbibables. I'm I, a big imbiber. I'm what I, you call an alcoholist. <laughs> I am uh, also an alcoholist. I like that term. I've never used it before, but... Well, I believe it's patented by the great James B., author of uh, Cocktails for Dummies. 
what are you shilling for him or something? No, he's a dear, sweet, lovely man. In my opinion, he's like a blend between Andy Warhol and Ferris Bueller. That's a good combination. It is, but if you, he's, he's a weird guy. So you spend one night with him, and it's seriously, he lives in a totally different world than the rest of us. We're all just squirrels trying to get a nut, and James B's the oak tree. <laughs> yeah. Is he still wearing his chicken suit? He, he had a chicken suit? Yeah, a suit covered in rubber chickens. Did he? Yeah. Are you just talking wacky talk, or is that true? No, 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 that's true. Ask him about it. It's all true. That is nothing futz. I had no idea. I'm confused. Just let it all go. Just stay confused and just don't worry about it. You have Everything to Everything ca- always works out, sort of. You have to call me the word whore or we have to bleep that. Okay, I'll call you Blinky. Okay. <laughs> Blinky. Blinky. Yeah, yeah, that's that one. So what are you up to now that you're back in Canada? Uh, making a new album. How's that going? Oh, it's, it's going swimmingly well. I'm I'm back to make an album, sell a lot of uh, sell a lot of CDs, get out there, wear sexy clothes. It's it's pretty much uh, I'm, I can't have a normal job. Right, when you're you, totally unemployable. Uh, yeah, when you've done a job that comes with free liquor and you you can drink while you're working, and quite often you know after you finish working you get to party in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Really hard. To, if you look in the newspaper, you won't find a job of that description often. It's true. Buttons and I have the same problem. Yeah, buttons. Yeah, my co-host over here. <laughs> Hello, Buttons. <laughs> I like it. Buttons? And Blinky. <laughs> no, it's the whore. Oh, Buttons and the whore. Yes. Well, have you guys ever thought yes. of making a little children's album or something? Think, well, I we think, have. Really? Yeah, I think Our, Buttons and Blinky are from, like, the Uncle Bobby show. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're the little puppets that pop out of his chest when he's singing <laughs> the happy birthday song. Uh, dude, years ago, speaking of, speaking of James V, this is how magical the guy is. It's like probably 98 or 97, and I'm in Toronto. And uh, he brings me out and introduces me to Mr. Dressup. Nice. And we all loved Mr. Dressup, and I couldn't believe it was Mr. Dressup, and I kept touching him. And he, he was like, Did he touch you goes, back? No, no, he, he was he was a pretty stand-up guy. Like I, not not like touching him in a, in a weird sexual way. I was just like touching his jacket, like if I couldn't believe it was him. And he said, "Don't touch me, I'm famous." <laughs> I love and it. And he said it jokingly, and I said, "So am I." And I kept touching him. I've never touched Mr. Dressup. I've oh, dreamt if, about if it. If you touch me, then that's you know. Oh, that's it's two like degrees. third-party touching Mr. Dressup. Does that follow the same theory as if you sleep with someone you've slept with everybody they've slept with ever? Because that's like a fucking pyramid scheme. It is. So vicariously, that means that you have slept with Belinda Carlisle, lead singer of the Go-Go's. How did you know that? I just think that's super hot. (laughs) I mean, come on. Mad about you, lost in my eyes. Can you hear them talk about us? I mean, she just... her and Pippi Longstocking are the only two crushes I've ever had. I loved Pippi Longstocking, and I am currently wearing my Pippi Longstocking stockings. You're freaking kidding I'm me. I'm not, and I can prove it right now. Except only buttons can see them. <laughs> Eventually. Oh, you are, too. <laughs> Holy crap. She was super hot. She was strong. She had a chest full of gold. She had a horse. She was friends with the baker. I mean, that's probably why, you know, I've never gotten hitched or had a relationship with a girl who knew my real name. I am Pippi Longstockings, oh, if you say it fast, it's funny. 
I, I lived in Norway years ago. I think in like 91, I lived in Trondheim, Norway. Mm-hmm. And they would play Pippi Longstocking, but in the Swedish language. I'm telling you, two things you got to see in this life. You got to see Pippi Longstocking in Swedish, and uh, you've got to see uh, you've got to see Doctor Who in Spanish. <laughs> I think Buttons has probably got that covered. I think he watches Doctor Who nonstop, twenty four seven. Really? Mm-hmm. Not. Buttons, who, who do you like? Tom Baker? Like, who's your favorite Doctor <laughs> Who? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I sort of grew up on Tom Baker, but uh, uh, I kind of liked. Uh, What's his face beforehand? Oh, the gray hair guy? John Pertwee. Yeah. Although Chris Ecclestone is really it, too. Now, perhaps you'll disagree with me, but Buttons, did you ever find that Tom Baker was a little bit disconcerting? Like, when you were like 12, 13, you felt that if you were alone in a room with him, <laughs> something awkward would happen? <laughs> Possibly. But it, yeah. he's just a weird character. I, would, I, didn't, I wouldn't necessarily think of him as pedophilia. No, I don't mean pedophilia. But, I just but, mean something weird would happen yeah. where, you know, he'd... I don't know, he'd, he'd stick a grapefruit up his ass and start singing some of the bigger numbers from Oklahoma. Well, see, the thing is, I think that he's that kind of guy, though, too. I've heard that he's quite eccentric and will do all kinds of weird things. As of course, I'm sure he's absolutely incredibly eccentric. <laughs> don't dare, Tom Baker! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been stuck with British TV for what? I don't mean stuck. British TV's awesome. I mean, have you seen Graham Norton or Jonathan Ross? Mm. Those guys, I was at the Jay Leno show like three, four months ago. It was so dull. I, like, my friend works for NBC, so I kept turning to her and go, can I just leave? I just want to leave. Can I, I just want to leave. And she wouldn't let me leave. It was, it was painful. It is all dumbed down to the stupidest possible person that could be watching it. Now, David Letterman is cool and, and stuff, but it's just talk show hosts over here. Just, do you remember Mike Bullard? Yes. I mean, he was a dear friend of mine. I was on the show a dozen times, but I, I really think that... Uh, there's something mundane about talk shows in North America. We play it too safe. Maybe you should have a talk show. I think that's a fabulous idea. I think Buttons and I should have a talk show. I think we should all get together and make this happen. Wait a second. We have a talk show. Yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> so so well, you're calling me up to gloat? Yes. <laughs> is, this a, is this a Buttons and Horror call up to gloat that we've got a talk show and you're just a bonehead cooking a pizza for your mother and emptying uh, the batteries in the remote control and putting new batteries back in so she can watch TV and search the TV. Yeah. That was our original name for the show, but <laughs> it, was it was a little, little long. It's a, I don't know what the acronym for that would be, but I bet it's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. <laughs> okay, so tell us, other than recording your album, where are you playing around town? I've, I've signed an exclusive uh, thing to only play at the Prohibition Gastro uh, Booze Emporium on Queen Street East. Oh, that uh, oyster bar joint. They, uh, they put me up through all York. They only sing one night a week on Tuesdays with my quartet. So it's a gorgeous grand piano, and I got Braxton Hicks on saxophone and Thompson Egbo Egbo on piano. Excellent. It's like a supper club sort of thing. Beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty swanky. I will be there on Tuesday. Well, you should come on Tuesdays because every Tuesday it's hilarious because, yeah, the weirdest the weirdest combination because, you know, I've played with Duran Duran and um, what's the lead singer of the 10,000 Maniacs? Natalie Merchant. Yes. Yeah, I played with her at the Molson Amphitheater. And, uh, she was, uh, she's a hardcore vegan vegetarian. And on the balcony, because you got these big dressing rooms, there's a barbecue. So I said, my guys, uh, we just we were cooking up meat. We we're cooking up big nasty sausages and burgers and hot dogs. And all of her band and all of her crew were, you know, even the ones that weren't vegans were forced to be vegans while on tour. So they were coming into the dressing room, going, I hear you got meat in here, and they were just <laughs> pulling it down. They were like goddamn, you know, they were goddamn werewolves, just going nuts, right? And uh, 
Then they all stank of meat, and I guess she's such a hardcore vegan, she could smell it off of them, like out of their pores. <laughs> and she was a little bit upset. Mm, you know that little song, like, sassy. hey, hey, give them what they want, when all they want is candy. And she's just glaring at me. The flight meat, back on the menu, boys. Hey, you ever see that movie with Adam Horowitz, where it's, uh, he roadside profits, where he's driving around, he's just staying, at, he's on a motorcycle, and it's also got John Doe from, you know, uh, Elvis is everywhere, man, that guy. Nah. And it's this movie where the two of them, this Adam Horowitz, he just stays in Motel 6 across America, because that's where his parents abandoned him years before. Creepy. It's called Roadside Profits. You should actually, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're listening out there, you should uh, rent it. I might rent it. I think you should. I think I will. I think maybe now, yeah, you have to, and I'll check up on that. Okay. And if you don't, I'll de-pants you and make you wear your Pippi Longstocking stockings on your, on your head. Deal. Sweet. <laughs> Any chance of getting buttons? Buttons in a little outfit? Um, buttons is always in a little outfit. Yeah, what do you what do you wear in buttons? That's a, well, you know, remember how you tried to make lederhosen popular? Yeah. Still uh, is in some circles. He did it. He actually but, succeeded. Are, are they are they the green uh, velvet kind or the? They're crotchless lederhosen. A leather. That is <laughs> Just a second, I'm undoing my belt. He he basically looks on. like the um that the poly girl from the the beer. What's it called? I don't know. I was thinking of the uh, of the foreign exchange student from The Simpsons. Though. He's got his boobies all hiked up in one of those peasant blouses under later hosen, crotchless later hosen made of Ooh. leather buttons. Hey. Hey, whore, do you, yes. do you mind if I call you that? Is that what I'm supposed to call you? That is what you're supposed to call me. I st I'm still from Newfoundland, so I feel very uncomfortable calling you that. That's I'm okay. just going to say, hey, Blinky. Yes? Uh, slap him on the ass and tell him to get you a, a mug of mead. I already <laughs> did. He didn't come through. Well, you know, it's, it's hard to find mead. It's not a very popular drink these days. No. I like mead. Uh, you know, it's fermented, for, it's fermented honey, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I got really drunk on it one night. Me too. More than one night. Did you behave like an Angle or a Saxon or a Jude or a Goth or a Visigoth or an Astrogoth? All of the Norman? above. There was much, uh, much raping and pillaging. <laughs> much goth. You know, they, like they, I don't think they pillaged so much. I, I think it was really, I don't, you know, I've read a few books. You I, think I, they, I, they, I think they just they stuck to the raping? In ways, they were the world's first, uh, first international uh, corporation. You know, they traded as far away as, as Morocco. Did they really? They really did. Did you ever read uh, The Book of the Dead? It's a true story about a, a Muslim who came up, up north with them. Eaters of the Dead. Eaters of the Dead is what Eaters it's called. Eaters of the Dead, that's what it's called. Yeah, they made that stupid-ass movie called The Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah, I thought that's what you might have been referring to. Yeah, what, That was craptastic. That was an awful, awful movie. That wasn't terrible. My um, beer's empty. I have to go to the bar now. Oh, you, you think a beer? I'm drinking beer. Hey, can I come there? No. Thank you for shutting me out of your elite club. So I thought at least you back me up buttons and be like, hey, just a second, Warren, let's invite Johnny down. Let's, let's open up our hearts and see if we can be pals and chums with him. Well, we're trying, but, you know, we, we have to um, take our time here and, and figure out if we want to allow you into our, our club. All right. Well, yeah, it's the talk show clique. Yeah, you don't have your own talk show yet, so this is awkward. Fine, and it has to be broadcast, right? Like I can't just do a Kramer and set up my own sort of TV set. Oh, you could. And, but would that be counted as a talk show, or Are just you a, a weird guy being you, by himself? You should see what we count. Fine. 
I'm still wearing my Pippi long stocking stockings. Stockings. I know you are. I like it. You sure you guys don't want to tell me where you are? I'm positive. <laughs> I'm even more sure now. Fine. I'll find you. Oh, I will find you. Air at my later hosen. Okay, so I will definitely be dropping by to see you on the Tuesday Night Supper Club. Prohibition, Prohibition Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. Right next to Jilly's. We take requests. We just don't take requests like get off the stage or in a God of Vita. We don't take silly requests. I'm going to make a big list. You do that. Maybe I'll show up for one of them. Excellent. It's Supper Clubby. Mm. I would very much like to see you in person, Buttons. Uh, we can arrange that. I'll, uh, I'll that, see. That sounded really homely. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it did. You made him all uncomfortable. I'll wear my later hosen. Yeah, Woo! he was squirming. Was he squirming? He was very squirming. Oh, sorry about that button. It's just something about the name. <laughs> it's it's adorable, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll be talking to you guys later. Absolutely. Get some right. sleep. Yeah, it's it's been 38 hours or so, so I, I think it's time. I'm all punchy. Thank you for having us. You keep right. it real. Thank you for letting us have you. Be kind to yourselves and each other. Be good and recycle and don't forget to vote. Oh, whatever. All right, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye-bye, guys. Whew, that was long. I'm thirsty. All right, you have been listening to another episode of Air Out My Shorts with present buttons and the word whore. Air Out My Shorts! My don't. Shorts! Don't forget to call our audio comment line. 305-76-SHOWS. That's 305-76-SHOWS, as in shows me your... Your Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> Have a good night. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.